0: moment to center ourselves in the presence of God. We are studying. Yes, we are studying. I need to get the book. We are studying getting rid of the junk. Yes, we're getting rid of the junk. In order for us to be able to receive the keys, first we got to get rid of the junk, then we can receive the keys, and then we can live our lives on key. Let me say that again. First, we got to get rid of junk, then we can receive the keys, and then we can live our lives on key. That's how you do it. First, you got to get rid of that junk. Then you can receive the keys and live your life on key. Amen. Amen. And so today we're looking at Uh, page number 19, uh, 33, and this is Deborah getting rid of the junk of sexism or genderism, where we discriminate against people and ourselves because of our gender. But in Christ, there's neither male nor female, Jew nor Greek, bond nor free, but we're all one. If there's a Deborah in you, there's a Barack in you, we're going to balance uh, that masculine and feminine energy. So let's just take a moment to take a deep, conscious, cleansing breath to hold it and release to breathe in again, hold it, and let it go. To inhale fully, completely, totally, absolutely hold it, and slowly exhale. To breathe in again, hold it, and release. Today we let go of the junk of sexism, of genderism, and we see all of us, As God's beloved offspring that we do not discriminate deny goods and services based on our gender that regardless of how people are gendered or misgendered we are God's beloved offspring we thank you and you Christ that we are all one that there is no limit on what men can accomplish there's no limit to what women can accomplish and even those who identify as gender neutral, that are non-binary, that there is no limit to what you can accomplish. That we can do anything that we put our minds to. That we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. And so we breathe in again and let go of sexism. We breathe in again and let go of genderism. Hold it and release. We balance the estrogen and the the testosterone in us. We balance those male and female chromosomes, those male and female hormones in us. And we take a deep, conscious, cleansing breath. Hold it and release. It is in the name and through the power and in the consciousness of Christ Jesus that it is so, and so it is, and so we let it be. Amen and amen. Good morning again, and thank you so much for being a part of the Daily Download. If this is your first time watching the Daily Download, like, follow, and share the Dr. DeVarra Pulley page so that you can get notifications of when we're on Facebook Live. If you're one of our regular Kingdom citizens, students of truth, you know what time it is. It's time to press that share button, invite a family member, a friend, a neighbor, co-worker, classmate, a church member and let them know that you're watching the daily download live with Dr. DeRara Pulley and invite them to watch it live with you. Remember our goal every day is 50 live viewers, 25 live shares and everybody else catches it on the replay. The only way we can do that is by you tagging someone in this post and by you sharing it on your page. Thank you for all those who so into the daily download. Some do it daily, some do it weekly, some do it monthly. but However you however much you sow, you help us grow in spreading the kingdom message. Well, today we are looking at Joshua chapter 11. Yes, Joshua chapter 11 is our focus today. And our scripture is also coming from Joshua chapter 11 and verse number 23. It says, Joshua possessed the whole land just as the Lord promised Moses. And Joshua divided the land among the tribes for their inheritance. Then the land rested from war. Again, that's from the Kingdom Study Bible, Joshua 11 and verse number 23. Our subject for today is total victory equals total obedience. Total obedience equals total victory. Now, we can be as victorious as we desire to be but our victory and our obedience has to match. Many times we desire victory beyond our dimension of obedience, but you can only be as victorious as you are obedient. I'm going to say it again. You can only be as victorious as you are obedient. The Bible says, Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors, but it's through him that loved us. The Bible says, uh, but thanks be unto God who gives us the victory. But again, it's through our Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, oh, but thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph through Christ Jesus. And so it is important that you realize it is through your relationship with God. It is through your obedience that you're able to be victorious. God desires for you to be victorious, but your victory is based on your obedience. Can you affirm that with me today? My victory is based on my obedience. The reason why Joshua was so victorious with overcoming the northern cities um, in the promised land and overcoming the southern cities in the promised land is because he was obedient to God. Remember, Joshua represents a uh, leader. He represents savior, deliverer. He represents the I am consciousness when we are following the leading of spirit. The Bible says, so as many as are led by the spirit of God, that they are the beloved offspring of God. So it is important that we are obedient so that we can be victorious. And so Joshua was able to be victorious because he was obedient to God. And the Bible says, if you are willing and obedient, that you will eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword. So your victory is up to you. It's not based on anybody else but you and your obedience to God. No one can stop you from being victorious. No one can stop you from being triumphant. Nobody can stop you from overcoming. It is based upon your obedience to God. You can be just as prosperous as you desire as you are obedient to God. You can be just as healthy as you desire as you are obedient to God. You can be just as harmonious in your relationships as you are obedient to God. You can be just as wealthy as you desire to be, but it's according to your obedience to God that it is important that we do what it is that God says us to do. Do, and that we do it the first time. Amen somebody. And so Joshua was successful because he was obedient to God. And that same I am consciousness that was in Joshua is in you. You have the ability. You have the potential. You have the capability to be obedient to God. Let me say that again. You have the ability. You have the potential. You have the capability to be obedient to God. That God desires for us. He says if you love me, keep my commandments. And my commandments are not greedy, grievous. Amen. In order for us to be victorious, we got to be obedient. And so if you feel in your life like you are unsuccessful, check your obedience. If you feel like in your life that you're not prosperous, check your obedience. If you feel like you're not healthy, check your obedience. If your relationships are not harmonious, check your obedience because the Bible says when a person's ways please the Lord, even their enemies are at peace with them. So I'm inviting you to do, to do an obedience check. And let's do a cup check while we're at it. Cup check, cup check, cup check. Have you washed your cup representing cleansing your consciousness, letting go of erroneous thoughts and beliefs and ideas and faulty perceptions and limiting uh, beliefs? Have you let that go? Did you wash your cup? Did you wash the saucer as well? Did you refill your cup to the point of overflowing into the saucer so that you can give from your saucer saucer and never from your cup? God is anointing your head with oil. Your cup is running over. And that overflow happens in your life based upon your obedience. Yes, the increase, the abundance, the overflow, the more than enough is about your obedience to God. We are all God. beloved offspring but it's our obedience that causes us to really manifest the promises of God in our lives give me a thumbs up give me a high five give me a heart if you are learning to be more obedient to God I'm learning if I just listen and do what God tells me to do that everything else will work out I'm learning if I follow the day-by-day step-by-step instructions of God that everything works out that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all I could ask or above all I could think but it's according to the power that works in me that I'm able to have as much good as my consciousness can hold and as my obedience will match amen God does not desire to limit you on anything I remember growing up how I was raised that my mother didn't believe that there was anything that I could not have Um, as long as I kept my room clean as long as I got good grades and as long as I was obedient to whatever she told me to do, there was no limit to what I could get. There was no limit on shoes, and I remember I'm my only child. There was no limit on shoes. There was no limit on clothes. I had my own phone. There was no limit on getting a car. There was no limit on anything that I desired. As long as I did my house chores, got good grades, and did what my mother told me to do, there was no limit to what I can have. And I believe that that's how God is that as long as you are obedient to God, that there is no limit to the good that you can experience because it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. God desires you to live a happy, healthy, prosperous, uh, and successful life. But the reason why we're not experiencing that is because of our disobedience. No matter what the army was, Joshua was able to be victorious. Why? Because he was obedient to God. No matter how big his opponent was, he was able to defeat them because he was obedient to God. He was able to, he fought when God said fight, and he rested when God said, he was obedient to God. And the Bible says he possessed the whole land, regardless of who the enemy was, the Hittites, the Havites, the Jebusites, the Ammonites, the Amorites, all of those differentites. He was able to occupy the promised land fully. The way that God had promised Moses, he was able to pick up the baton and they were able to get their inheritance, which made Egypt make sense which made the wilderness make sense. When you get into the promised land, your past begins to make sense. That Egypt makes sense now that I'm in the promised land and I have the land that God promised me. That wilderness experience, it makes sense when you are in the land that God promised you. When you have your inheritance, then you, everything else that you've been through in your life begins to make sense. And so I'm telling you today, total victory equals total obedience total obedience equals total victory your past makes sense when you begin to see the manifestation of the blessings of God the blessings of God make it rich and God adds no sorrow to it there is more good that God has in store for you and there's more obedience there's room for you to grow in your obedience to God let me tell you something I'm sharing personally today about my obedience those are going to be our points today how I I'm growing. Notice that I didn't say I have achieved, not as though I have already attained or were already perfect. But this one thing I do, I'm still pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God, which is in Christ Jesus. And I'm growing in my obedience. I'm learning to be to obey God sooner. I'm learning, yes, to obey God quicker, to obey God without a lot of fuss. (laughs) To obey God without a lot of fight and kicking. You know, that I'm learning. I'm growing in my obedience. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a high five. Give me a heart. If you're growing. Because I'm learning that when I do it my way, the Bible says there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. When I do it my way, I did it my way. When I do it my way, it doesn't work out. But when I do it God's way, it works out every time. I receive my inheritance, my abundance. Yes, I receive it when I am obedient to God. I'm inviting you to be more obedient to God today. I'm inviting you that you have a promised land and the only thing between you and the possession of your promised land is your obedience to God. Pulley point number one. You know where I started? Disobedient. God said, go here. And I said, "Mm mm-mm, I'm going over here. Disobedient. And the Bible says that um, obedience is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. Amen. That rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. That I know what it's like to be disobedient to God. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a high five. Give me a heart. I know when it's like God tell you to go left and you go right. I know what that's like and I know the ramifications of not following God of being disobedient. I know when God tells you to go up and you and I went down. And I saw what happened when I went down as opposed to going up the way God. I'm testifying today. I'm telling on me. Amen. Maybe you've always dotted every I. Maybe you always crossed every T. Maybe you've always listened to the still, small voice. Maybe you've always been still and knew what God was. But let me tell you about pulling. Let me tell you about me. I'm growing in my obedience. I remember that I was hard-headed. I've been hard-headed. I've been stubborn. I've been rebellious. I've been stiff necked I've done stuff my way and it was the consequences of doing it my way that caused me to grow and my obedience of God to God aren't you tired of doing it your way aren't you tired of the results that take place when you do it your way are you ready to do it God's way yes are you ready to get into a place in consciousness where your ways and God's ways match where your thoughts and God's thoughts match? Where your words and God's words match? Are you ready to get to a place where the way that you see things and the way that God sees things is a match? Are you tired of the mismatch? That I desire not to be preaching one thing and experiencing something else. Not to be believing one thing but experiencing something else. My obedience. Many times we, we understand the theory. We understand the ideas. We can quote the scriptures but we're not obedient. It's not enough just to hear the word, but we've got to be doers of the word. Amen. It's not enough just to know the word, but I am lovingly living all the truth that I know. That's one of my daily affirmations. I am lovingly living all the truth that I know. Affirm that with me again. I am lovingly living all all the truth that I know. That the only way that you're going to be able to enjoy life, I'm talking about the abundant life. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and that more abundantly. The only way that you're going to be able to live that abundant life that Jesus promised is you got to be obedient. The Bible says that Jesus was obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. And so Jesus was obedient all the way to death. And the way that you increase in your um, sonship, your daughterhood, your offspringness—yes, that's a pulley word today—your offspringness is that you increase in your obedience, that you grow in your obedience to God, that you learn more and more to obey God. So, pulley point number one: disobedience. That I have been disobedient to God, and I've confessed it, and I've forsaken it, and I've learned from my disobedience to God. I've learned, amen, to obey God and to know that, yes, God's will and purpose and plan for my life is absolute good, so I'm going to obey God and just do what God says do. Pulley point number two, a convenient obedience. I've also been to a place in my life where I wasn't straight out disobedient to God, but if it wasn't convenient, I didn't obey God, you know, that I obeyed God as long as it was convenient. But when it was inconvenient, when you know, when it was gonna hurt people's feelings or people were gonna be disappointed or people were gonna be mad at me, or if I was gonna be the oddball, the only one out there doing that. like no that's not convenient I'm not gonna do what God says do that I've had a convenient obedience give me a thumbs up give me a high five give me a heart if you know what I'm talking about where you've been conveniently obedient as long as I did not have to go too far out of my way or come out of my for comfort zone or come out of my familiar place or come out of my norm then I was obedient to God but when I had to step out of the boat and walk on water and it was inconvenient, I was not obedient. Uh-oh, that's Snapchatable, that's Instagram, that's facebook uh, Facebookable, that's TikTokable. Yes. Amen. Convenient, obedient. That I when it was inconvenient, I was not obedient. But I'm learning to be obedient whether it's convenient or not, whether I like it or not, whether it's comfortable or not. I don't know about you, but I've gotten to a place in God where I've become comfortable with the uncomfortable to live on the edge, overcoming and facing my fears. Because God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and of a sound mind. And let me tell you something, that when you are obedient to God, you will overcome your fears. Yes, what you are afraid of, because perfect love casts out all fear. Joshua was able to have total victory because he had total obedience. And total obedience will give you total victory amen, disobedience will cause you to be defeated, can I say that again, disobedience brings defeat, but total obedience brings total victory, and so a pulley point number one is disobedient, and disobedient brings defeat, pulley point number two, Convenient obedience. That sometimes God's gonna tell you something that's not gonna be convenient. That you're gonna to have to go out of your way. You got to do something that you've never done before. Go somewhere that you've never gone before. Say something that you've never said before. Yes, sometimes you're gonna to have to step out of your comfort zone. I'm talking about in following God. Yes, I'm talking. What about those disciples that followed Jesus, that gave up everything, all of the conveniences of their life in order to follow Jesus? They left father, mother, husband, wife, houses, land, children, job. They left everything to follow Jesus. It was not convenient. And if your life is just convenient and you're never being pushed. And you're never being invited to stretch. You better ask yourself, am I really obeying God? Because obeying God is not always going to be convenient. You're not always going to like it when you obey God. That's what Jesus was dealing with in the Garden of Gethsemane. He was dealing with an inconvenient obedience where the God said, die. He said, I don't want to die. If there's any way possible to let this cup pass from me, let it pass from me. Yet nevertheless, not as I will, but thy will be done. I'm talking about an inconvenient obedience, that I'm going to obey God even when it's not convenient, even when it doesn't feel comfortable. I'm still going to do what it is that God has told me to do. I'm still going to go where God has called me to go, even when it's inconvenient, because total victory requires total obedience. I don't know about you, but I desire total victory, not just in parts of my life, not just in the certain aspects of my life, not just in certain facets of my life, but I'm talking about total victory. Victory in every area of my life. I'm talking about total victory. Because I want it all, i got to give it all. Because I desire it all, I've got to give my all to God. I give my all fully committed to you. I'm sold out that total victory requires total obedience. And Joshua, the I am conscious, represents your ability to be able to be obedient even when it's inconvenient. Pulley point number three is a logical obedience and this is where I am right now a logical obedience that sometimes my ego and my intellect are fighting against God. I ain't talking about the devil. I'm not talking about demons. I'm not talking about Satan made me do I'm talking about pulling I'm talking about me. That sometimes what God tells me to do just does not make sense. It doesn't make sense to my logical mind. It doesn't make sense to my brain. It doesn't make sense to my ego. So sometimes I'm fighting with God, especially in little things. Yeah. Let me tell you something. My logic. This is where I am in my. I move beyond where I'm disobedient and I'm just doing my own thing. Pulling put it I've moved beyond that and I've I've gotten beyond convenient obedience. Where I know sometimes to be obedient is not is to be inconvenient. I understand that. I accept that. But where I'm working right now, can I tell you where I'm working right now? It's the the ill to be obedient when it's logical and even when it's illogical. I'm talking about. A, a, a logical I've been disobedient, I've had convenience obedience now I'm working on logical obedience that as long as it makes sense, I'll do it. But there's a place that you get in conscious and I'm working on that. I'm growing in that place. There's a place that you get to in consciousness where you let go of your logic and your intellect and your degrees. And your accolades and your positions and your titles and you do what God says even when it don't make no sense when you know that it's God I'm not talking about somebody else told you to do something and it don't make it. I'm talking about you know that it resonates within you that God told you that you heard it it was confirmed and reaffirmed and it doesn't make sense and for me it's in those little things like God will say go this way and it's like why am I go that way that's out the way the, the straight shot is this way but God is saying go that way And it doesn't make sense So me and God are having this internal battle about why I should go that way when I'm used to going this way. And it don't make sense to go all the way around. But then there was a traffic jam. And that going all the way, you know, around was the quicker route. I didn't know that. It didn't make sense to my logical mind. But I'm learning that even when it doesn't make sense. Uh, And I remember Elder Diane said, God is not trying to make sense. God is trying to make faith. That even when it's not logical, that my obedience is not based on logic. My obedience is not based on convenience. Amen. That I'm obeying God even when it doesn't make sense. Give me a thumbs up, give me a high five, give me a heart if you're learning to obey God even when it doesn't make sense. I'm talking about sometimes I've been shaking, but I'm still obeying God. A tummy doing somersaults and cartwheels, but I'm still obeying God. Sweaty palms, knees knocking. Amen. But I'm heart racing, but I'm still obeying God even when it doesn't make sense. Make your logic submit to the will of God. That's where your spiritual practices come in, fasting and forgiving, thanksgiving, praise and worship, that you're able to move beyond your logic. Because if you only obey God when it's logical, that there's some things that God can do for you that don't even make sense, that God is able to bless you in such a way that don't even make sense. That it don't even, it's not even rational how God bless you. If you want the irrational blessing, you got to have the irrational be obedience. If you want the don't make no kind of sense kind of blessing, then you gotta do what God says that don't make no kind of sense. Total victory requires total obedience. And I'm learning to let go of my logic. I'm learning to submit and to surrender my logic to yield, my intellect. Sometimes our intellect can get us in trouble Yes, that I'm learning How to to obey God Even when it's not logical When it's illogical I'm still going to obey you God When it's inconvenient I'm still going to obey you God Because I desire total victory And total victory requires total obedience You can only be victorious To the level of your obedience Total victory requires total obedience And let me tell you something I'm going to be totally obedient so I can be totally victorious yes, so that I can be more than a conqueror, so that I can be triumphant, where all I do is win, 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 every time I turn around, that the blessings of God just come upon me and overtake me, because I've been so obedient to God, where God blesses me, where it just overflow, and it's just, whatever I touch is blessed, because whatever God says, I do. You know, wherever my feet walk is blessed, because wherever God tell me to go, I go. That total obedience will bring you total victory, that total... total... Total victory requires total obedience. There's no foe, there's no situation, no circumstance, no predicament, nothing that you can't overcome obeying God. Because God knows what you don't know. God is all intelligence. God is omnipotence, omniscience, all-knowing. God knows better than you. So trust your spirit and bring your ego under subjection. Trust your spirit and bring your intellect under subjection. Because you are a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that is governed by the spiritual law of love. Amen. And principles undergirding that law of love. I'm inviting you to a life of total victory. I'm inviting you to a life of total obedience. Thanks for tuning in to the Pulley Points Podcast. Until next time, remember to love God, love yourself, and love everyone else. It's just that simple.